Welcome to the Let's Dine Out Show, the only local show about food, travel, and entertainment with your hosts, Alan Borgen, the Inland Empire's number one food critic. Welcome to another delicious edition of the Let's Dine Out Show. Food critic Alan Borgen here, the food whisperer. Along with my able, wonderful Self-given nickname, FYI. That's right. <laughs> Self-given nickname. No Nobody else, else calls him the food whisperer. I'm the food whisperer. If so Caesar could be the dog whisperer, I'm the food whisperer. She doesn't want to be the dog whisperer? No. <laughs> Why does she want to be the dog whisperer? Manal Escudero, my wonderful co-host. I'll be the happy whisperer. The happy whisperer. <laughs> How you doing, Manal? I'm doing great today, yeah, Alan. How are you doing? You're in a happy mood. Of course I am. Yeah, you gotta be happy back. every day. Got to bring it back. Yeah, right? couple, Welcome back. Cup of coffee thank and everything. You, thank you. Yes, I had my coffee and, this morning. And I don't need anybody to introduce myself. I'm the producer who's been helping Alan, and clearly <laughs> oh, he, just, he just doesn't care about the me. The voice. It's okay. We call him the voice. <laughs> we call him a lot of things, but the voice that we do. So Gabe I, brings the energy and a little bit of the banter. How are you doing, Gabe? Oh, now you want to know. Yeah, Wait. we want to know. We all want to know. We're radio now. You know what? I'm 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 good. And we're going to talk about it more in the next segment. But um, football. I think for the first time in about, in a very long time, I can't even recall, I'm probably going to go to the beach or something during Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I'm not going to watch the game. You are not going to watch the game. I nope. don't believe it. I'm not. I don't believe it. So you don't it's like going to call you. It's going to call you. It's no. all about football. I'm going re- I'm I'm to I'm I'm record the game so that I can go through the commercials and maybe check out the uh, the halftime uh, performance. And what's going to happen, Gabe, is you're going to be at the beach and you're going to be going up Main Street if you're going to Huntington or something. All the bars are going to be playing the Super Bowl and you're going to be like, honey, honey, wait. Did nope. you see that? Did you see that play? Not at and all. you're going to And you have a sports <laughs> nope. show. How can you have a sports show and not even be able to talk about it? Because I'm a cowboy fan who cannot root for the Eagles Are you a football? and I can't stand wait, wait. Tom Brady. Is it a fit? So you're a team oh, person. Oh, oh, can't stand Tom Brady. Don't say that out loud. It, aren't you a football fan? I am a football fan. And football means what? F- okay. You want to see football. And because I love football so much, <laughs> I am very upset and it's just very uh, horrible what we witnessed with these officials. Have we ever seen an official uh be happy for a player at the end of a game like you did with the <laughs> official, basically, like practically giving a high five to Tom Brady at the end of that football game. Well, he's a good guy. He's, no. like, he's like, no, he's, no, 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 no. He has a fan base. Give him that. Yeah. You already cheated once. Go to any footlocker <laughs> and you're going to see a lot of people wearing Patriots jerseys because those officials, those officiating, the, officiating uh, the stripes, the black and white stripes, that's an official Patriots jersey. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying, just saying. You got to put your two cents. Just mm-hmm. because the what do you call it? The linesmen and people who work at Cowboys game are get nauseous. They got to do it. So much for hearing about Gabe's day later. <laughs> I know. Putting my, my my love for my Cowboys aside, this Super Bowl is by far one of the weakest. I I can care less who it's wins. It's football, but nope, it, it is not. You're gonna see the officials. I guarantee you it's going to be another, a more questionable cause. Well, I'm a chick, and I'm going to say that football is about the food and the halftime show. That's right. <laughs> and, 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 I'm, and I'm going to have food, and I'll just yeah, chips throw on the— Yeah, salsa, right? I'll, th- I'll throw on the—yeah, of course. <laughs> well, well, whatever. Whatever. Uh, we'll talk our next segment. We'll talk oh, about foods, ideas you can have uh, at Super Bowl parties. So, But uh, what you, I'm trying to think— Come this, over to my house. This last week, you had a little problem at the <clears throat> restaurant. Uh, everything work out okay? But a little flooding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little problem. Thank you, 7-Up, for uh, having a, 
a truck go through a driveway they weren't supposed to, oh. get a power pole, and destroy the restaurant. It pretty much was a nightmare. It's not even fixed yet, Alan. Today is the day that hopefully we get internet service back installed. How oh, about dear. that? That's amazing. We had our electricity taken out, our breaker panel taken out, so our fiber optics boy, cable taken out. Boycott 7-Up until they pay it. I'm telling <laughs> you, folks. But, uh, yeah, the rest, she owns a restaurant, if you don't know, a Green Shack Deli, a wonderful place in, on Highland in San Bernardino. And I heard you talk to someone, and if I heard right, you do about 700 sandwiches a day? Yeah, we go anywhere from four to 800, depending on how busy four it is. Four to 800. Yeah. Crazy, huh? I mean, most, <laughs> most restaurants would kill for that. I'm not complaining. It, and it's consistent. It's consistent. We do... We are quite a busy little shop, but we also don't have a huge menu, so, mm -hmm. you know, we kind of keep it simple. Yeah, but good, good stuff. Good stuff, keep it simple. Now, you're having a contest about a, if someone comes up with a sandwich, they'll get $750? Yeah, actually, that's right. Thanks now, for bringing it out. It's called the Green Shack Creatory. It launched January 1st, and it will expire on Jan June 30th, and you can submit a recipe, a picture of the food that you've created, and instructions on how to make it. And then I will self-create it with my staff at the restaurant and we'll rate it, put our picture back up on the site. And if we like it, we'll pay you $750 for your recipe and you can be anywhere in the United States and submit. Okay. Well, nowhere on there does it say, not like radio or TV, that if you're any part of it that you can't win. So I can do it, right? You can do it, Alan. Okay. Oh, well, you, you can just give it to Winnie now. <laughs> well, I have to say you are a pretty I have phenomenal one. cook. So. I have one. Well, I went to a restaurant, and I had a dish, one time, a sandwich one time. It was a panini, basically. But it was probably the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. Simple, simple, simple. So that... Don't tell on the air because someone else will well, submit it. I'm not going to trust me. But um, anyway, I'll do it. And I'll give it to Charity, my wife. Your wife. She's the Charity. <laughs> yeah, Charity. That's my wife's name. So, But uh, no, that's pretty neat. So, uh, But what else? Anything else going on? Exciting? Um, we're talking about possibly going to Indonesia in March. Yeah, I think we're going to do the Jazz Festival in Jakarta. So that'll be kind of fun. And I think you're, you're going to have a film me. crew there. We're going to have our film crew there. We're going to film DW3 playing at the Jazz Festival. And Would this be for Musicology? Um, um, it, it will be a special episode of Musicology. Okay. Yeah, so it's a one-hour special, and we're going to film it. It'll be kind of fun. It'll be all the jazz musicians, not just DW3. And I think I'm bringing you, and we're going to pick a few restaurants. Gee, we're going to have to <laughs> eat in Indonesia. Have you ever had Indonesian food? You know, I don't, I have, but I'm not sure that I understand the culture so well. So that's one of the countries I haven't really explored, it's, so I'm excited. It's exciting. I mean, they have a lot of small little plates and, I mean, little anchovies, little everything. I mean, just kind of like Korean, but a lot more. And more diverse. Based, huh? So you got all kinds of flavors and textures and everything goes together. It can be a little spicy, so your nice straight hair is going to be curled up like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> this nice straight hair is flat ironed. It's already curly. <laughs> oh, it'll be real curly. But uh, yeah, it'll be fun to, to do there. So I appreciate it. So, so that's coming up. Uh, what else? I have my. I just got accepted to uh, be a judge at the International Pizza Expo, my seventh year in a row. That's amazing. I think that's pretty cool that you do that every year. Oh, I love it. I and I'm, I'm gonna get you there to come in and. I want you to experience it so we can talk about it. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be a good now, judge, but Gabe, I'd be a good taster. Been his producer for three years, Gabe, never got one invitation. <laughs> you want Manal comes in for a couple of months. Oh, I'm gonna get you in. Wait, Grow your hair long, Gabe. Yeah, it works I, I, every time. I, 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 Gabe, would you be able to go to Las Vegas? Would you want to go? Are you inviting me? I'm, I'm inviting you. Can He's we, gonna reject you. Can be we careful. use a tape record? <laughs> can we tape some interviews? I mean, talk, I mean, we'll talk afterwards. I mean, I mean, the answer, of course, is yes. We can we can record interviews. I just got to make sure I can. 
clear my schedule for you. It's a, it's a, okay, that's true. Okay, I'll let you know. We'll talk about that later. But it's a it great, great opportunity. It looks like we may do a, opportunity. A, a family radio trip to Las Vegas. Yeah. No, it's a lot of good things. to eat a lot of pizza. So pizza's like the new, I think the new uh, foods that are coming in. You know, I mean, like Brussels sprouts is kind of going out. Um, bacon, I think, is on his way out. Uh, food trucks are on their way out. But I think pizzas are really coming up in the world because of the wonderful uh, people who run the pizzas out there. They, it's it's a profession. It's an art. It's it's not just a pizza. Well, what's great about it is it pretty much can be anything you want on a flat piece of bread, right? So it's not really but a lot like of thought, pizza. It can be anything. But a lot of thought has gone into it. I mean, you know, the bread takes forever. The crust, I can't tell you how many, you know, there's so many ways of doing it. And they, they're always, you know, changing it. They're always, they're always making it work. So I have a question for you, Alan. Yep. You ready for it? All I'm right. ready. So I went and bought that like flat bread that you get, like a pita, but yep. it's just the thick flat one right. that the Greeks used. And I bought a loaf of it or a stack of it or however you call stack. it. <laughs> stack of it. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to for fun create different pizzas from mm -hmm. all the sandwiches at the store. So instead of making a sandwich, I made it everything based out of a pizza. Right. So I took my like sirloin salad and then did brie with the sirloin and the blue cheese and the strawberries and everything mm, and yum. put it on the pizza. And I thought, would it be a good idea to carry all of our subs in a pizza format? Yep. And you could option it out? Or do you think it would make it too complicated? No, I, I think that would be good. Something, well, you're, you're already successful, but most restaurants have got to be different. You know, a sandwich is a sandwich is a sandwich. And I think, you know, if it's different, people are going to go to it to try it. And But can you can you do more than 700 sandwiches a day? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We'd me, have to cook them in a me bowl. Me alone but... would be there five times a day, so... <laughs> But uh, no, I think it's it's clever to have kind of wrap type things, and I mean, there's stuff where you know in Japan, I think in the Asia, in the Orient, they have like cones. So it's like what you're talking about, but it's in a cone type I've of seen that. or like yeah, like a cone, like a waffle, like cone a waffle thing. cone, and the food's in there, and the whole idea is so you can walk around and eat it right there, one hand hold it. You know, a, that's how the euros were actually served. I know that <laughs> that here now they do it like just a folded pita, but they used to be folded like in a cone shape, stuffed. The same idea. Mm -hmm. and you would eat it with a fork. Mm-hmm. Could be good. So we have a great show today. Uh, next segment, we're going to be talking about Super Bowl Sunday and uh, kind of ideas on what to do and eat and, you know, where to go to the beach. <laughs> Are you coming over, Alan? Well, maybe if you invite me. I'm inviting can I, you. Can I cook? You can cook. I'll cook with you, too. Then let's have Super Bowl Sunday together. Sounds good. And then uh, after that, we're going to be talking about, I got a great cookbook called Meatballs. It's a fantastic, it's meatballs from around the world. Every culture has their own version of meatballs, so we'll talk about that. And then we also have, uh, it's a gadget from The Gromit, our favorite little store that has some great gadgets. It's thegromit.com. And we have a, a garlic twist to talk about. And we have something called Mike's Hot Honey. So uh, that's a great product too. And then we have some, uh, someone, we have a, a young lady from Monster Jam. We'll be talking about that. And then uh, after the second hour, we're going to have an interview with Snow Valley, talk about Snow Valley and snowboarding and skiing and everything. I got a food review that we'll be talking about. It's a restaurant in Mentone uh, that you're going to love. And then food holidays. We have a food sh a full show today. Our website is letsdineoutshow.com. On um, February, we'll be starting a brand new one called Eating, E-A-T-I-N-G, Cal, C-A-L, like Eating California, which will be our new show. So eat, uh, eatingcal.com. We stay tuned. We'll be right back and talk Super Bowl Sunday foods. You're listening to the Let's Sign Out show right here on AM590 The Answer, and we'll be right back.
You're listening to the Let's Dine Out Show. Okay, Benel. Super Bowl Sunday is upon us pretty soon. And uh, and I'm going to be at the beach. And, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Sports over there will be at the beach. But uh, it's okay. I mean, I'm a football fan. I mean, now that we have some teams here, I'm, I'm a Raiders fan, actually. But uh, 49ers here. You, you as a Raider fan, how can you watch <clears throat> Brady? How can you watch? I the like Patriots? Brady. He's a good player. So you're not a Raider fan. He just cheats. He cheated one time. He blew a ball. A big deal. <laughs> no, Deflated the it, tuck. No, the tuck rule. Not even about the flake gate or spy gate. The tuck rule. What tuck? I don't see. I don't know anything about that. See, this is a food show. You What's guys a tuck? Too many sports. Okay, so 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 this is how I know you're not a Raider fan because all of Raider Nation, Wait. all of all of Raider Nation, he's calling you out, hurt, Alan. Okay. Is hurt. And disrespected <laughs> by the NFL because of the tuck rule. Because if it wasn't for the tuck rule, what is a tuck Brady rule? would have never won against the Raiders, and the Raiders would have been in the Super Bowl against the Rams. The what's a tuck the rule? The tuck rule is the year when um, the Raiders were at Foxborough in, in New England, uh, closing seconds uh, or closing uh, minutes of of the game. Tom Brady was going to throw a pass, and the it looked like a fumble. Completely, the ball falls out of his hand. Well, these referees, again, like I told you guys, all of the referees, they're wearing Patriots jerseys in, in, in black and white. The referees went so deep into the officiating handbook and they pulled out this stupid rule that nobody had used for many years that if the ball, if, if the arm is in a throwing motion, it is an incomplete pass and it's not a fumble. Right. No, that's not right. If you you're look at the like this, if you look at the play, it was a fumble. Ask okay, well, I haven't anybody. Seen a, I haven't seen a play. Then you're not a Raider fan. <laughs> all right, all well, right, if, boys. If I can't see the Raiders on TV. Children, like, children. I know. So anyway, <laughs> so what are you gonna be doing? You you gonna have a party? I'm gonna have you over. Okay. What are you gonna? So this be is doing? the first, you know, for me because I lived at the beach, by the way, um, Gabe, and we had Super Bowl Sundays on the rooftop every year. It was actually really cool. So this will be my first one living inland, and so we'll see how it works. What are you going to make? Well, how, how are we going to do it? Well, we're going to put a menu together, you and I. Okay. Right? We'll do it. For how many people? We'll probably have about 30 people over. Okay. Gabe, yeah. All right. So. Are you sure you don't want to come over and eat, Gabe? You're welcome. You don't have to be at the beach. You can come over. NFL Rule 3, Section <laughs> 22, <we> <laughs> Article 2, Lecture Note time. 2. Okay. <sighs> when, an off- when an offensive player is holding the ball to pass it forward, any intentional forward movement of his arms uh, starts a forward pass. Even if the player loses possession of the ball as he is attempting to tuck it back towards his body. <laughs> that is. Okay, my uh, life is much more secure now. I feel no. so much better. <laughs> I've grown. See, I learned everything. Super Bowl is about the food and the commercials and the halftime show. You like, which commercials do you like the best? You know, well, Budweiser usually does some pretty cool commercials every year. I mm-hmm. mean, I think they spend, I think, the most, right? Yeah. But. I was saying that this year would be really cool. And I know it's not going to happen, but you people out there, you should hear me because I'm important. I'm just kidding. Um, we They should do more food commercials because mm-hmm. everybody cooks for the Super Bowl. And it is such a huge thing. And grocery stores must make an arm and a leg every Super Bowl. So they should have food companies advertise tailgating recipes during halftime. I, don't, I think they do, but don't they have some, uh, Gabe? Well, okay. We already know how outrageously expensive to buy a Super Bowl yeah. commercial is, but I feel like there's another reason why they, these companies can't do that is because now they're starting. Uh, you you can't compete against these big companies like Doritos, Miller, Budweiser, 
uh, Google, GoDaddy, you know, the list goes on and on. And what they're starting to do now is they do these outrageously, they, they, they spend a lot of money, but yet they release the commercials a week, sometimes even two to three days before the actual game. So these companies, I agree with you, Manal. Yeah, it is a food day, but they can't compete. They can't drop $6 million for what? Sure they can. A company like the Food Channel or Food Network or these these people are worth millions and millions of dollars. And they have shows dedicated on these food channels just for tailgating. So why not promote it during Super Bowl? Because <clears throat> by that by that point, it's over. And you just spend $6 million for six months from now. And hopefully they can well, same with Bud. When and you drink a beer, plus, everybody's hoping you'll drink Budweiser during the game. But plus, guess what? You're going to do it every, every well, game. Go to a game. They don't, they don't need help in the tailgating department. Like they don't, they are not struggling with that at all. Well, they don't need help in the beer <laughs> tent department either, and they still do that. You look at how much Budweiser drops every year. Okay, quick, quick. tell me, me people aren't going to be drinking Budweiser. Going to drink it with or without the commercial? Real quick question, then we get into more food. Do any of you buy something based on horses walking around that's cute or anything? I mean, do you, I, I can't understand. I, to me, I, I don't get it. I can't believe you interrupted a good debate between me and Manal for horses. What is wrong with you? He's talking about the Clydesdale horses <laughs> from Budweiser. <laughs> and he's I mean, wondering. Commercials. Do the, do the Clydesdale horses make you want to drink Budweiser? Tell. That's what he's asking. And Tell. really what it is, well, it's well, branding. Just real quick. The, 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 the beer, the reason why I spend so much money on beer is because you have s- bars, houses, restaurants, people that are not even at the stadium Beaches. drinking drinking the beer. Tailgating is only a... A, a small percentage of fans that go. I am a huge football fan. I'm 33 years old. I am still yet to see a professional football game in person. Well, I don't necessarily mean tailgating in person. I mean like just Super Bowl parties yeah. at your house. Right. There's millions and millions of people <clears throat> who would probably tune into that and probably use those recipes at every football game in their house throughout the year. It wouldn't be just Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and, and I get you, but I just don't think that they... <laughs> I, Watch, I, I, it's going to trend after this show. You're going to see right, all yeah. of a sudden it's going to be a thing. Tofu. <laughs> Number one commercial Bro- is going to be some cook on veganism. That's right. right. Yeah. It's going to be some chef that is going to be specializing in just football. Yeah. You watch. Okay. Yeah. Chefs out there, listen. I might, I might watch the Pro Bowl for the first time in many years because just I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. Okay. You are a stubborn guy. <laughs> Call himself a sportscaster or sports. Like someone loves sports. Okay. So what do we? What kind of ideas you want to cook? What kind of things? Chicken wings. At? You know, uh, something wings. non-traditional. I don't want nachos. I don't want seven-layer dip. <gasps> I don't want hot wings. I don't. Wait, wait. Just be nice to him. She's like lobster. Yeah, I don't She's want like, sliders. Lobster. We're hey, have taco I, bar. I want you to know. On Christmas dinner, everyone was like, "What are you making?" And I made lobster tails. And I did. And filet, because I thought I'm going to make filet mignon and lobster tails something, for my Christmas dinner. Something different. So, <clears throat> okay, know, so not? we're going we'll to have to think of some real creative things. We could do like lobster deviled eggs. How about that? Well, that sounds good. <laughs> we'll come up with some good ones. Gabe, so. are you sure you don't want to come over? Ma'am, as, as appetizing and delicious your spread sounds, I will <laughs> not give any minutes. Of my time to the Super Bowl to the NFL so this when, year. When you come home, then from the beach, you're gonna be hungry. What are you gonna have? Like wings? Um, see, here, here's the thing. The, the the point for me to go out is to enjoy the festivities outside. I'm purposely probably go to Olive Garden. 
They have no TVs in the restaurant. Oh, Bam. please don't go to a chain sucks, restaurant. Too. Oh, come on. You're, gonna, you're not going to go there, are you? Don't support you know what? chains. No, I, I realize I'm going to go to Denny's. No, oh, don't support he's chains. He's doing this on purpose. Ignore him. <laughs> Just because he's our producer, ignore him. Denny's. Yeah, he wants to get back to me. Meanwhile, last week you weren't here. Uh, he was really sick, his knee and everything. So Mr. Allen... The social that's worker not said, being hey, sick. I'll get you some lunch. Would you go off for me? Really? I go, yeah. That's not being I sick. Said, hey, that's being I'm hurt. Mood. I'm in the mood for Mexican food. So I said, well, you wait, wait. Me? I never said I'm in the mood for Mexican food. <laughs> well, I assumed it because you're Hispanic. So. <laughs> no. But anyway, no. so where does it send me out to? This is to Jack in a Box. For <laughs> no the, ooh, way. For the three tacos. Who messes up in order? Gabe, Gabe, I, Gabe. You did not I, ask for Jack so in the Box. So I went out there like an idiot. I asked for Jack in a Box. I put a bag over my head. I didn't want them to know who I was. I got those three tacos and a Coke. Then he comes back again, Mr. Hispanic here comes back. Where are the fries? <laughs> I want fries. That was the other meal on the P you wrote on a napkin. So that's I what I promise you, Alan, if I ever ask you to go get me food, it will not be at Denny's or or Taco Bell or Jack in the Box or whatever chain restaurant you can name. Well, you have preconceived ideas that Hispanics like real Mexican food. Jack in the Box. It's like my friend asked me to judge, be a judge at a Hispanic event. For salsas and everything, I said, "Well, you're going to be there, right?" He goes, "No, I, I don't like the chilies." He goes, "I don't eat chilies." I'm like, what? And he goes, "Hell, I don't even speak Spanish." <laughs> Meanwhile, he's in charge of a big. I'm not going to say what, but uh, anyway, it was kind of fun. But anyway, we're done with that. I don't know what we accomplished, but <laughs> it was fun. So, <laughs> coming up next, we're going to be talking about a new product. It's a garlic twist. We're going to talk about hot honey and a great cookbook called Meatballs. Hot honey stuff from talking around to me the world. Way. <laughs> exactly. You're listening to the Left Side Out Show right here on AM590 The Answer, and we'll be right back. Visit Let's Dine Out Show.com for podcasts, recipes, and more. That's Let's Dine Out Show.com. Okay, folks, we're going to really, really get your mind. Get all your senses together. No, we're not. We're going to hit you from all different directions. Let's start with a cookbook. Oh, wow. This is one of my favorite cookbooks, especially for entertaining. And, you know, I'm really into culture. I'm into uh, ethnic foods. And this is a book called The Meatball Cookbook Bible. Now, this is basically 500 mouth-watering variations of the one of the world's best-loved foods. And if you think about it, every culture has its own definite, you know, own variety of different meatballs. And the publisher of this book, too, is called uh, Cider Mill Press, a uh, book publisher. So, And the author is Ellen Brown. And it's a huge book. It's about 600 pages. and But they have meatballs from around the world. And what's really nice is they talk about what makes meatball, number one. You've got the, the ingredients. You've got there's different textures. There's different flavor compounds. There's different binders. So you have a lot of different elements of meatballs. And, again, every uh, culture has meatballs whether it's beef, veal, um, there's fish, um, you know, fish balls type things. What? <laughs> What's that? He's trying to tell you he doesn't like the idea uh, wait, of us wait, talking about meatballs. Here, here's somebody who doesn't even have a cookbook, and he lives on grilled cheese sandwiches telling me about cookbooks. Yeah, it doesn't go, work Wasn't that way. Wasn't Meatballs a movie? Huh? Wasn't yeah, Meatballs a, a movie? Ago. Probably, but Spaceballs. <laughs> that too. That's, that's also true. a movie. But Fill they, them with meat, and then it'll be okay. They have some wonderful <laughs> uh, ideas on this. I mean, here's just sausage, cheddar, red pepper meatballs, Japanese scallion beef meatballs. They have lion head meatballs. With, you had uh, some, like, Polish dumpling ones. They have Polish. Well, they have meatballs of that, too. Caribbean chutney beef meatballs. They have, let's see, beef, uh, 
beef meatballs, stroganoff, Swedish meatballs, Ooh, sour cream. Uh, they you have, know what? I take the Swedish meat. You want to hear a trick? Yeah. I take the Swedish meatballs that you can buy from Ikea. Mm-hmm. And then I just take all the hoisin sauce and stuff and I turn them into Asian meatballs. And Isn't really Ikea, Ikea used to have great food. I haven't had their food. But when they had a rest, they used to have one in Fontana yeah. in Ikea. And they had some delicious food there. They have, uh, uh, let's see, food, uh, veal meatballs, marsala. I mean, that sounds really good. What else do they have? Interesting thing here. Minted lamb with feta meatballs. I love Mint jelly with uh, I don't like or mint fresh jelly. mint fresh mint with with um, what do you call it um, lamb and feather cheese meatballs basic Italian meatballs they show you how to make the perfect meatball Swedish meatballs mushroom meatballs spicy grilled southwestern turkey meatballs so if it's a meat they have it in here and uh, also they have a guide to fish different fishes like shrimp they make shrimp balls fried Chinese shrimp balls that you're talking about uh, Chinese Asian salmon balls. And uh, here's and for vegetarians, they even have kidney bean and uh, sweet potato balls. I like the idea there's a vegetarian option. That's oh, pretty cool. Yeah, Italian eggplant uh, balls. They have uh, tofu mushroom balls. So they have all kinds of stuff here. So anyway, this is a great book. And it's very, very uh, – it sits on my shelf proudly. Let's put it that way. It stands out after uh, what my 1800 book I got. But it's called The Meatball Cookbook, Cookbook Bible by Ellen Brown. And I highly recommend it, and it gives you a lot of good ideas. And for entertaining, most of these ideas, most of these uh, items in here is perfect for entertaining. Okay. Well, now, you know what? You've got some gadgets that could help you make the meatballs. How about that? Definitely. Right? Now, this is one from the Gromit, the good, our good friends from the Gromit. That's G-R-O-M-M-E-T.com. And um, this is called a garlic twist. And what it is, it's a It looks hard, like an ashtray with a lid. <laughs> kind of. It's a hard plastic with some ridges around it, you know, to hold your fingers in it. You pull it out, and they have uh, inside teeth inside it and also on the outside. And when you and when you put the top and the bottom, it, they interlock. So the whole idea is you put uh, some garlic in there, stick it in here in the thing, and then just turn it, and it, it mashes it up, grinds it up. I um, tried it. And did first, it work? Well, the first time I did it, I put about five or six cloves in. So you can't do that many at a time. Okay. Well, I didn't know until I broke one of the t- <laughs> times oh, inside no. there. Yeah, so that didn't, I mean, figure, it, you know, it's not that sturdy, number one. So um, I've had this before. And if you use like one or two, you know, three, three garlic heads, I think, I mean, not garlic heads, but, you know, cloves, I think it's fine. So wouldn't it be easier than just to use a press? I think it's easier to just get a knife and just smash <laughs> just, it. Get a what? No, really, get a, get a nice hard board. Get a clove of garlic with a heavy knife, smack it, and then it's already smushed. And then just chop it up real quick. That's my thing. But if you're lazy and you want to try something, it's called the garlic twist. Calling you lazy folks. Be like careful. I said, this is something that you may or may not like. Um, I, you know, I it, nothing wrong with it. It's just like I said. Then you got to. I think it's just another gadget. Yeah. I'm in. I love grommet and I love the things they sell, but I don't know if that would be something on my bucket list yeah. to buy. Well, if you know, if, if something again, you don't want to have, a, you don't have a knife, you don't want to do it. I mean, it's just it's a quick and easy way of doing it, and just don't put a whole bunch of garlic in like I did do it. And the other thing is, I read the instructions, and it never said don't use more than twenty or something. And <laughs> they show uh, like two or three garlic heads. So, uh, like I said. It, you know, I just I wasn't real happy with it, but some people might be. So, 
anyway, but the grommet, G-R-O-M-M-E-T dot com. And if you don't like that, there's a million other things oh, yeah. on there that you'll love because I am addicted. Each week we have different things. So, Okay, then there's another product here, which uh, I don't think you've ever seen. It's called Mike's Hot Honey. It's infused with chilies. I told you to stop chilies. calling me hot honey. <laughs> now I'm going to let you taste this. Um, <clears throat> this is a, a gentleman from Brooklyn, and I guess he lived in Brazil. And while he was living in Brazil, he tasted they would use honey with infused um, chilies on pizza. And he loved it, and I guess he was just obsessed with it. And so what happened when he came back to the United States, he kind of came up with it and practiced and practiced and practiced. And um, here we have well, a great product. And now it's only one flavor. And I saw a little, th a little thing on him um, that it's basically honey that they, they oh use. Oh, my gosh. It's super hot. It's not that hot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's turning red. It's oh not that hot. Yes, it is very hot. Oh, well, they call it hot. Oh, honey. my gosh. Like, I already gave you a little bit. <laughs> I didn't even have it all. My mouth's on fire, Alan. Okay, it's hot, honey. It's real. <laughs> It's definitely not something you want to spoon into your mouth, but unless you're Alan, but this but you probably could make meatballs with it. <laughs> pizza, chicken, ribs, salads, ice cream. That would be a really good ice cream. Um, what else? Fruit, yogurt, cheese, roasted veggies, and cocktails. I mean, just about anything. Your mouth isn't like tingling right now. My body is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hot. I mean... He wouldn't, um, on the little video that he did. Um, Gabe's Hispanic. We should make him try oh, it. Oh, Gabe. Gabe, you want to try this? Come, come try it, in. Gabe, and come tell me if studio. it's hot. Bring, come on. Come into the studio, Gabe. Bring, I got to know. I got to know. Okay, we have a spoon for you. Here. I want his reaction. If you tell me it's not hot, Gabe, I won't well, believe it's you. Beautiful. What's really nice, you get the honey. It's wild honey. But it's also you know a little hot to it, a little heat. Just a little. <laughs> All right, Gabe's coming up for the taste test. It's hot. Your mouth will be on fire. Where did that spoon come from? Oops. It's a brand new spoon. He didn't spit on it. Here, try it. No, it's, okay. It's good to here. Here. That's stupid. What are you guys doing? Oh. <laughs> oh, now he won't even have it there. He wants it on his finger. Great. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's called Mike's. So Gabe wouldn't have honey. it on a spoon or the back of the spoon. He finger. only wants it on his finger because he doesn't want any cooties. That's a good amount, right? It's a nice color. That's a good amount. A good yeah. amount it's right? spicy. Let's see him do it. Too it's bad not we're not spicy. Facebook Live right now. It is too spicy. If he tells me it's not spicy, I won't believe him. It's got some good See, he said it. it, folks. You can't hear him, but I can. And he but said it's got kick. Pizza on ice cream. I think this would be tremendous. It's actually really good. It is good. I'm not saying it is, but to eat it by itself. Yeah, I would. Actually. You'd eat it by itself? Yeah, it's not. it doesn't taste bad at all. It's... So you've had enough chilies in your lifetime to have desensitized yeah. yourself from heat. It's good. I see what I would like to do. is to, I think they should have different flavors like a, a chipotle one. I think a chipotle, smoky... Honey, oh. So let me take one of those bottles back to the shack and see if I can make a sandwich out of it. Can I? Okay, yep. Thank you. You can give me the used one. I'm good. I'm not eating it, but I might try something <laughs> that will. No, I think on ham, for a ham and cheese sandwich or any kind of sandwich. Make a sandwich, I'll come over for lunch. You got it, sweetheart. I'll treat you. A chicken sandwich, a grilled cheese sandwich, anything, any kind of meats or anything would go perfect on. But it's called Mike's Honey, and the website is, I think it's just Mike's Honey. Let me look here. Yeah, Mike's um, Hot Honey dot com. So it's Mike's 
hothoney.com. And on there, they have a little, um, uh, he was on in the, um, what do you call it, the morning show. And what they do is um, they get the honey, they warm it up a little bit, and, you know, in a tumbler-like. Then they get these chilies and they mash it up and they add it to it. And so it's infused with the honey. Then they, they um, get it and filter it all out so it's more clear. It's wild honey. It's from Brooklyn, New York, uh, New York honey. And it's made out of wild honey, I guess, wildflower honey. And um, anyway, it's original. And a couple other uh, companies have come out with it. So it's good when someone wants a, to uh, <laughs> cheat and, <laughs> and and grab it from you. But uh, it's a very, very clever uh, thing. So anyway, so again, the Gromit, G-R-O-M-M-E-T, thegromit.com, and then Mike's mikeshothoney.com. Well, I will cook something with the hot honey today, and you'll have to come by and I would say, try. I would say, you just drizzle it. I would say a ham sandwich would be good. They, they also have, by the way, big gallon size for restaurants. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that's different. And again, people are going to ask, "Wow, that's really good. What is it?" And you'll they'll think it's mustard, but that sweetness too is what really makes this different. That'd be interesting to put it with like a mustard, like a honey mustard or something. I don't know if it needs it, but if you drizzle, likes it over ham or a chicken sandwich. I'm gonna try it today. Try it. Yeah, be good. So, coming up next, Monster Jam, <laughs> and we have a young lady who is um, the only lady that's doing this. I'll give you a hint. 12 feet high, and she's only 5 feet. Okay? Can you imagine a 5-foot woman, petite, good-looking, blonde woman? Doesn't matter what color, but anyway, 5-foot, tiny woman on a 12-foot truck. <laughs> anyway, we'll be talking to her. You're listening to the Let's Sign Out Show right here on AM590 The Answer, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Let's Dine Out Show. You know, being a city slicker, born here in Los Angeles, uh, when I heard we're doing uh, some an interview with uh, someone from Monster Jam, I'm like, what are we, Mayberry? <laughs> what are we? But after seeing this on TV and seeing the, the, the passion people have for this and the kind of sport it is, I thought, yeah, let's, let's do it. So uh, with us on the phone is Brianna Mahon, who is a driver of uh, one of the home, 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 home of one <laughs> of the trucks, I guess you call them. And uh, anyway, welcome to Let's Sign Out Show, Brianna. Welcome, Brianna. Hey. Thank you. Now, the first question I have is real simple. About how tall are you? <laughs> five foot tall. <laughs> five, five foot. And how tall <laughs> is it to get into your seat of the, of the, of the truck? Um. The trucks are about 12 foot tall and around 12 foot wide, so you kind of got to climb. How <laughs> do you, where are, do you start? I mean, do you, like, do, you, do you have like a trampoline or what? No, really. How, how <laughs> that would you, be way more easy. <laughs> how do you do it? I'm serious. Um, we just have, there's a couple little footholds and we just kind of step and, and climb up there. That's actually a really common question by the kids. And we climb up underneath the body and kind of wiggle our way up in there oh my goodness like rock climbing you know what's so cute is yeah. that she's like this you know tough chick that like races these trucks but she's the cutest little southern belle you've ever seen yeah, i can see her chewing and, you know from southern illinois just adorable i can see her chewing tobacco and <laughs> ping and but uh well, how'd you get into into this field 
Yeah, so I've been involved in motorsports for over 20 years. Um, I grew up racing motocross, and then I raced professional motocross for a few years. And then uh, I had a really bad injury, took me out. I was in recovery for about two years. Oh, no. And I came back. Yeah, I came back. I wasn't able to race dirt bikes anymore, so I started racing uh, sprint cars on dirt track. So, wow. as they say, with age comes a cage, and that's what I did. <laughs> and <laughs> I love then, that. Uh, you know, it kind of in, in, came full circle, and I ended up in a Monster Jam truck about four years ago, and I've never looked back. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Something a little different. Now you also you're, you you work in a hair salon or have a hair salon, right? Yep, I actually opened a hair salon the very same week that I went on tour with Monster Jam for the first time. So it was a <laughs> whirlwind. Um, I own a little country salon in a town of about three hundred people, and and I, cool. I'm so passionate about both of the things that I do that I, I love it. Now the Monster Jam that we're that you'll be at will be uh, January 27th at Angel Stadium. And tickets are, uh, you can get at Ticketmaster.com. Now, um, most of the other uh, drivers, are, they're all men, right? I mean, are you the Yep, only- I am actually, I'm the only female on this tour, so I'll be the only one uh, there at Angel Stadium. <laughs> wow. Now, what what shows do you, like, there's, about, there's one in, let's see, February 10th, 24th, 25th in Anaheim. What, how do you choose to be in it? I mean, is there by ranking or what? No, so we're all put on specific tours, so I will travel with the same 14 drivers um, okay. all year. And uh, so it's just different tour stops that are coming to Angel Stadium. Um, you know, like I said, I was there at the beginning of the month, and I'll be there again this weekend, and then you'll get a whole new group of drivers for the rest of them. You know, I have to say something, and I read a little bit about you, and you landed your first backflip in a truck. Is that right? <laughs> I did. That was at World Finals in Las Vegas. And then I actually landed another one um, this last weekend down in San Diego at Petco Park. And it was probably the biggest backflip I think any of us have done or seen. And the crowd absolutely loved it. And then I ended up winning freestyle. So it was a pretty exciting moment. That is amazing. <clears throat> that tells you you are one tough chick. My back hurts mm-hmm. just thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you can find that video all over the internet right now. It's insane. I didn't realize how high I was until I seen the video, but it was awesome. Now, how do they, how do they judge? Uh, you know, I, I've never, to be honest, I don't know much about this, as you can probably tell. I mean, how do they judge, you know, who wins and stuff? What What's involved in that? So, it's really awesome this year. They've They wanted more fan involvement. The fans didn't like the judging system we had before. They didn't think it was fair. They wanted to have a say. So they've um, started this thing. It's called judgeszone.com. And when you're sitting there in the stand, you can go to this. You can vote one through ten of what you feel that that driver did based on their performance. And then it's kind of a it's an overall consensus of the entire stadium. So, so it's, it's awesome that everybody gets to be involved. So and the kinda, kids love it. So it's kind of like ice skating. That kind of the more <laughs> tri- no seriously, the more tricks you do, yeah. the more okay. Yeah, the fans love to see the the crazy saves when we roll over, the backflips. The there's so many different tricks nowadays that we're coming up with. It's it's absolutely crazy. Okay, so I have to say you piqued my interest so badly. You're not going to do while this. you were Are talking. You? I did, You're... I did, I pulled up your video, and it is <laughs> insane. And not only yeah. the video is in slow motion, it's had three point mm-hmm. six thousand views already. She. Oh my gosh. Tr- yeah, it is crazy. She flips this truck literally like twice the height of the actual truck yeah. upside down in the air and it lands on you all know, four tires and then does a wheelie. 
we've we've created a monster. Brianna goes, uh, Manal here. She's about five feet tall, and I can see it. I can see dueling after you. Be careful, dueling. Yeah, women. it's funny when when people come through the party in the pits and they're like, "Oh, you're just a model, right? Like you're not really driving." I'm like, "No, you'll see me hop out of the truck later." Wow, That's what is, so. What cool. does your family think of this? Oh, they love it. I come from a an adrenaline family. I mean, okay. all my cousins race motocross. Both my parents race. They drove mud trucks. Okay. It, it's just in my blood, and I'm an only child, so it just makes sense. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I love it. I've never done it, but I've dirt biked and, you know, went quadding and things like that. And it is. it is. It's like an adrenaline, adrenaline rush, right? It's like a shot mm-hmm. of dopamine. Yep. See, my adrenaline rush And is- that's what I... Go ahead. That's what I was lacking when motocross ended, so I needed to find something else. <laughs> my adrenaline rush is like going to three or four restaurants in a day. That's that's my adrenaline <laughs> rush, so I'm nothing like this. So now, um, in terms of um, safety, it sounds like it's pretty. You're pretty safe because you're. I'm mean, doing tricks like that. She's in a cage. Exactly. Well, yeah, but I'm saying. I mean, you can still get hurt or anything, but you moved around, right? I was teasing. Yeah. No, we are completely safe in those trucks. I mean, we have a full containment seat where. We cannot. The only thing that moves is our feet and our arms to reach the steering wheel. Everything else is stuck in place. We've got, you know, seven-point harnesses. We've got all the neck restraints, fire suits. I mean, we are protected head to toe. Wow. Now, in terms of performance, how long do you do your performance? I mean, does each truck just come out and do it, or you all go out mm-hmm. at once? How does that work? No. Nope. So we have it's. So the show we do racing, and so we go through several rounds of racing to the final round to determine the winner. And then we go to a two wheel skills competition where anything goes on two wheels, whether it's wheelies or, you know, anything we can come up with. And then we go to freestyle and every truck gets two minutes to do their thing and get voted. And then we determine a winner at the end. I have one last quick question for you. How, cause you're touring, right? I mean, you're, you were in San Diego, you're going to be in Anaheim on the 27th. I'm sure you're going to like whatever Georgia and North Carolina mm-hmm. and all the different places on your tour. How does that affect your salon? You know, it's great. My clients, they, my clients love it. They're so supportive. You know, I work, I get home Monday. I work Tuesday, Wednesday. I fly out Thursday. So they are, they absolutely love having a hairdresser that does that. So it's, it's actually I think it's me more business in the end, so yeah. it works out. Well, I, I really admire what you do, and you know your your passion is what really comes out, and that's what that's why your performance is so well. So I really want to you know thank you for being on our show again. This is Brianna Mahone, um, she's a driver at the Monster uh, Jam, and she's going to be at the one in on, on January 27th. It's coming up at Angel Stadium, and uh, then they also have February 10th, 24th, and 25th. Go to Ticketmaster for all the information. Uh, Ticketmaster.com for the tickets. And and she's cute as a button and tough as nails. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get yep. her angry. So. Well, thank <laughs> well, you so and much. And if you want to, yeah. And if you want to meet us and the drivers and see the trucks, you have to get the party in the pit tickets. They're before the show, and that's the only way to get our autograph. So okay. So no way I can get special. No way I can get special privileges, Brianna. Come on, come on. Yep, come find me. <laughs> what to, I'll bring you food. Does food count? Oh, perfect. Good, 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 good. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and good luck. Thank yeah, you for luck. having Have me. Have fun. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, what a neat lady. Oof, that was fun. Nice lady. You're listening to the Let's Sign Out Show right here on AM590, The Answer. And when we come back from a brief break, we're going to be talking about, well, you're going to have to listen to find out. <laughs> there you go.